0: Dave Winder, are you here? No? No. Hey, guys. This is the For Those Who Inquired podcast, and um, we were supposed to have Murray State Assistant Athletic Director Dave Winder with us as the third wheel. We were really looking forward to it, but he's... uh, Something came up.
1: Well, he'd just been sitting on his duff, as he does, once uh, I think we had the... Who was the trackster who finished it up? Um, Miss Higgins. Yeah. she. Once she was done, that was the end of sports for the school year mm-hmm. so mm-hmm. when that happens dave just kicks back doesn't really have anything to do for a couple of months i hear he's
0: a pina colada he, guy
1: gets a little vacation maybe a pina colada perhaps a, a miami vice uh for some variety uh and just it, it works on making his pom-poms for the road trips you sure. know but that we're that we take with us absolutely uh and so he generally has nothing at all to do because i don't know if you know this that Media guides, they just update themselves. Right. You don't really have to work on those. Preseason prognostication, all the previews for the new players, those write themselves. Oh, yeah. Just, I guess there's a new program they have that does that. If you go
0: to Go Racers, it just updates itself. It just wow. Through artificial intelligence. So
1: Dave has literally nothing to do. That's why he had time, so he thought. And then, like you said, something came up today.
0: Yeah, here's the crazy thing. And it's pretty much tangential to everything that I wanted to talk about. Uh, You've got men's basketball news with Hoopalooza, a couple games announced. You've got some contract extensions. You've got, um, you know, some ties to the university that are about to get some big paydays. Everything, you know, that wraps around the Murray State Athletic Department and some of its tangential pieces comes down to one thing. Neil, an athletic director. Yes. And Murray State is without an athletic director – I'm not trying to laugh. It's not funny. It's just, before I go any further, what a crazy 18 months it has been for Murray State Athletics. But yes, Kevin Saul has been announced as the next athletic director for Wichita State. Go shockers. Uh, Kansas is his native state. Uh, he certainly spent a lot of time growing up there as a child, as a young man, as a young adult, has built a family, went to Kentucky, you know, was at UMKC. Came to Murray State, was here for three years. We'll get into some of the finer details in just a moment. But about two hours ago, as we're recording this podcast, Wichita State officials announced Kevin Saul as its next athletic director following the dismissal of Marshall County native Darren Boatwright. A a former assistant
1: AD at Murray State. That's right. And uh, Mike Strickland, who was at Wichita State, came to Murray State as the athletic director. So... But there's a lot of ties to Wichita State.
0: Uh, former Murray State women's basketball coach also was at Wichita State for a hot minute. Uh, who was it before, right before Rob Cross? Joy? Um,
1: Felton? That's
0: right. Yeah, yeah, that's right. So, wow. So I, any,
1: anyhow, Kevin, in my opinion, I, I loved Kevin. I th- thought he did a terrific job. Uh, I don't know that I've ever seen a more well-prepared director of athletics and that's all of them uh there may be things that that you like better about this or that but in terms of well-prepared uh watch how he was able to uh navigate the racers into the missouri valley conference and then the missouri valley football conference subsequently uh he has a plan for everything the master plan i know a lot of that is is contingent on monies coming our way uh a lot of work's been done to see some of that come to fruition, but it's a, it's a big project to get all those things done, and they're not going to be done all at once. But I think it's fantastic that he has given a vision for all of those things. Uh, I just wish it's, his stay had been longer, but uh, I wish him the best. They have gotten themselves a terrific director of athletics out there, and I know he'll do a wonderful job.
0: There's a lot to unpack here. Um, like I said, I had a whole different agenda. We were really looking forward to picking on Dave Winder, uh, you know, uh, and 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 we're going to get that opportunity later. Obviously, Dave extremely busy at the moment. Worked very very close hand in hand with Kevin Saul during the Missouri Valley Conference transition. Uh, Dave has been extremely busy for the last year. Uh, he's been busy <laughs> since he's been at Murray State. Oh sure, um, you he, know, I'm not just lauding. I'm not just lauding him because he's my friend. I'm lauding him because even if I didn't know him that job that he has is extremely taxing and yes. now has extra tax coming into this to this summer swing that 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 you and I talk a lot about that is always full of news anyway going into this situation with Kevin there are in my opinion so many different ways you can look at it i know there are some people that are going to be angry frustrated don't understand maybe why it's happening and where or and what for uh, that's part of the process um I'm sure there are some people that are thrilled with the new opportunity going into the Missouri Valley. You now have this opportunity to promote a job that I think is gonna be a top job in the country, just in my opinion. I mean, you're, you're set up for success here right now mm-hmm. uh, and really in perpetuity at Murray State, in my opinion. But uh, I'll get into that in a minute. But then you have this situation where Kevin's resume, I don't know if it gets any hotter. I mean, just look at the amount of success that Murray State Athletics has had pre- and post-COVID as soon as he got here. Mm-hmm. And it's more than just John Morant. It's more than just Matt McMahon. It's more than just men's basketball. It's a facilities master plan. It's raising money. It's developing different sports, raising all boats, which is something that he, a phrase he, he, he turned to often. So you have this situation where you have this opportunity to go home, Kansas, your home state, yeah. in a premier program that is in the American, where you have considerable amounts of money to do specific things, special things, for an organization that came out of the Missouri Valley and went up, it's just one of those situations where I'm sure, and I'm sure we'll get more details as contract unfolds, buyouts unfold, more information comes out about where things are headed, his press conference, so on and so forth, which is Friday, by the way. but you have this situation where it was probably just too good to pass up. I just, just I agree. Just if I'm looking at it, like I'm yeah. not, I'm not trying to dismiss Murray State. I'm not trying to dismiss anything Kevin did, or you know, uh, kick everything while it's hot and you know, and on the ground. But like you, you, you strike while the iron's hot, and he has certainly done that. I want to go back to say, in my opinion, I think Murray State. You can say all day long that it's an awkward transition because you're not to the Missouri Valley just yet. You haven't had a season or two to really experience what that's going to be like. But you have, correct me if I'm wrong, Neil, you have every Division One athletics program at Murray State. I mean, you've got some club sports and things like that, but you have every sport locked in on contract other than women's golf either with an extension or in the middle of a big-time contract. Am I, I don't think I'm wrong there. I believe so. So if you think about every sport, you think about the facilities master plan and the skeletons that have been laid there, you have a few foundations that are quickly generating revenue. I don't know how much revenue. It may be a little bit frequently, but these foundations are started for things like basketball and football and so on and so forth. I don't necessarily know if Kevin is leaving Murray State high and dry. I've seen that mentioned a couple of times. I'm not – I don't know if it – I don't know if that's right. I don't I don't feel that. I feel like the foundation is in place for Murray State to now take its identity and go to the Missouri Valley, and now a new athletic director is going to be in charge. What do yeah,
1: you think? Yeah, I don't – whoever said the high and dry, I don't understand even really what they're talking about there. Uh, if they're just talking about wanting more money – they're always going to want more money. Sure, so it's what it is. I just think it's a for for Kevin to be able to go home. Uh, I'm sure it's for more money for him. I understand that part too. But uh, to be around family, and I don't know his family situation out there. But a lot of times you have elderly members of your family that you know that your days with them are precious, limited. So, uh, you want to take advantage of those whenever you can. And I get it. And he doesn't, and don't take this the wrong way. And I'm going to explain myself. He doesn't have the headache of football. People go, What headache of football? I don't mean at Murray State. It's not a headache at Murray State. It is not. But at the level that they're, they're at, I mean, Wichita State, if they played football, I mean, the conferences. It's insane.
0: Yeah, you're asking.
1: It him. is yeah. crazy. It's crazy, and he doesn't have to deal with that. There, they deal with what they do, and they don't have to deal with football. Right. Uh, and th- fortunately, neither does Murray State at that level. We right. deal at the FCS level. Yeah, it'll be challenging in the Missouri Valley Football Conference. But uh, to me, having football here is an absolute blessing. I'm glad that we have it. Hope we have it for years and years. And I am really excited for this coming season and the future. So uh, it's it's a good thing to deal with football here. But if the level where Wichita State is, if they had football, they haven't had it since 1986, uh, if they did have it, that was going to be a headache. Yeah. It, it, you see athletic directors all over the country. That, right. that is a massive headache at that level, which is just outside the, uh, the top five conferences.
0: I think one of the things that – Comes to my mind too, and 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 again, this can you know we can nitpick this all day long. One of the things that I thought was extremely, and I don't necessarily like the way every AD does business. You mentioned this earlier. I, there there are things that I, I don't like about how the AD job is handled sometimes for every athletic director that I've ever you know had to deal with, which is now two. You know, the business part of it is difficult for me. And that's why I'm not a businessman. I'm, I'm just not. Like, I'm, I'm never going to be. I'm, I'm more of a pie in the sky, rainbows, you know, we can find a solution. And that's sometimes just not the case. Uh, there has to be some, a realistic approach. But correct me if I'm wrong here again, Neil. Kevin put forth some of his own money for football. Yeah, he did. Mm-hmm. You, you talk about the Racer football, that initiative, the Run the Track program. Uh, a couple of other smaller initiatives. I don't remember the name of them right off the top of my head. But you you had this scenario where he chipped in some of his own contractual obligation right. to jumpstart a pool of money mm-hmm. that was going to help pay for certain amenities. Sure. I don't know if that was football. I mean, the nuances of it right. are above my pay grade, um, which is $0.00 and 0 cents. But what I'm saying is that there was an initiative there where he... Took the challenge of, hey, I can sacrifice some of my own to help out uh, a bud on the Murray State tree, right. which not many people would do. Right? That's, and I understand that maybe from his standpoint, you know, that's a it's a way for him to turn his contractual obligation into something positive for the university, uh, especially when things got tight with COVID. There's yeah. no there's no spoiler there. That's just what it is. But uh, you don't have to do that. He didn't have to do that, and he did that. So, again, I understand there's going to be a lot of different opinions moving forward. Uh, the only thing that I will say, I've already stated it on social media. I'll state it here, and I would say it to anybody's face. Murray State, as an, as an athletics program right now, specifically over the last 18 months, but really in its history, this is a premier job. Mm-hmm. The next person that comes in has a good opportunity right now. You're fresh. You're young in the Missouri Valley. You've got football going there next year and everything else coming in with it with coaches locked in. Yeah. So you don't have to worry about the only coaching search you got right now is women's golf. Yeah. And, hey, you got somebody that lives here that's going to help you off that. I want to actually, like, pivot to that as well because I think Velvet definitely deserves a mention here. Of course, Velvet Milkman, we've already talked a little bit about how historic her career was starting the program. She's retired. Where do you go? Neil, let's say you've got the phone call. It's you and Bob Jackson and the Board of Regents, and you guys have a panel of phones, and you're just dialing up numbers like it's a telethon. Racer telethon. Who are you calling right now if you want an athletic director? Interim, permanent, whatever.
1: I I know Velvet was interested last time. Right. I would definitely want her to apply again. I think she's highly qualified, knows the business. I trust her think she'd she'd be a terrific at it if she's interested in it so right be my first call but i like just opening it up see who's out there see, who, see. see who's interested. yeah you never know might might uh might have a few gems in there and you never you never you never know so uh, i think it's a great opportunity uh to put the university forward with uh this hire and but i, I to me opening it up is good but uh but if if it's velvet milkman i have no problem with it i think velvet she's very smart knows the business knows the university uh knows the ovc which will be playing in one more year uh has plenty of knowledge on the missouri valley conference uh, and i think knows what it takes uh, to win lose and win with class and dignity which uh which i really appreciate so i definitely would want her to apply and if she's our next AD, would have no issue with it. But uh, I think to be fair, you just have to open it up and see who wants, to, who wants to have a look.
0: Let's say that she's not interested. Let's say that she does want to stay retired and, and uh, obviously can help with a, a search. I mm-hmm. mean, certainly qualified for that as right. well. Just being hypothetical here, if you do open it up, as you say. Um, Two names that come to my mind right away are Darren Boatwright. Mm-hmm. Um, I know as a, as a former assistant AD here, I do know that the reason the Wichita State job is open is because Darren did lose his job there. I certainly think you would wanna have that conversation though. He knows the Missouri Valley. He's a Marshall County yeah. native. Um, yeah. Certainly knows Murray State and has ties to the program and noted individuals here. I think somebody else that is probably a phone call I would think, maybe, is Chris Woolard at uh, right. yeah. Kentucky. Could be. I, I would think. Currently, he is an associate AD for basketball operations. Yeah. I would – and I don't want to get into the whole, like, well, it's another UK. Because, like, I kept hearing that. Like, for, well, he, he you know, works at UK.
1: He's, he, he's a Murray State guy, too. He yeah. is here, too.
0: Yeah. yeah. So yeah. he's
1: not a UK. He's a Murray State guy who happens to right Happen, now work at UK. Happens
0: to have a job. I saw
1: them. him at Indianapolis. I always have thought the world of Chris. I think he's a great dude. And that's – that's somebody
0: that I would give a phone call to. That's yes. that's just two. I agree with you, much like what happened with the men's basketball coaching search. Um, you very much open it up and see if there's someone close by mm-hmm. or someone far away. Happens to be with Murray State men's basketball, someone was close by. Is someone close by who wants to nurture and shepherd Murray State athletics into right. the Missouri Valley? I don't know. That's why you open it up. But if you need to get a couple of phone calls and send some text messages... Darren Boatright and Chris Woolard might be listening I, cool. I don't know, I, I could be totally wrong there um, Maybe that's the case Maybe it isn't I will say, Neil, while we were talking We have an email I, I, Typically we don't get to do live we? news that often We I didn't even know
1: I. we had an email address my, It's my
0: email oh, but, okay. but, uh, but my. But the email Our email Is uh, one from Dr. Bob Jackson MSU president, <laughs> he's released a statement uh, It says, Dear Ed No, I'm just kidding, it doesn't it says, Dear Neil, <laughs> we extend our best wishes to Kevin, his wife, Jennifer, and their family. In the coming days, we will announce an interim athletic director and initiate a search process. So there's step one. We know an interim is very likely coming. Um, I wonder if Eric Krigler, could he be an interim? Can you do that while you're on the Board of do Regents? I do not have any idea. I don't know. I'm just, just I'm literally just. Well, Velvet has been an interim before. True. so So
1: that, yeah. if you needed to fill that, you could do that. Yeah. I would assume she would do that again, but but I don't know.
0: Yeah, I'm just pontificating here. Murray State University has a storied, successful, nationally recognized athletics history and brand. We continue to see significant momentum and an upward trajectory across numerous facets of our institution. This is an exciting time for Murray State University and racer athletics, particularly as we embark on our new relationship with the Missouri Valley Conference beginning this summer and the Missouri Valley Football Conference in July next year.
1: I was, uh, and I think you too, we were on the uh, Dave Winder train there, and Dave kicked us right off the train. We hopped on the Dave Winder for AD train, yep. and he kicked us right off the train, does not have any interest in it at all. Yeah. He, has, he has a huge we can interest- go, we can, we can go ahead and confirm that. In working for the new athletic director, mm-hmm. but not- in being that himself, so I
0: don't mean this like this sounds. We're gonna go right back to, <laughs> right. Uh, we're gonna go right back to Dave Winder here. It Just all comes back to Dave Winder. This is the Dave Winder podcast. It, it is. It was supposed without, to be without him being without Dave honor. being here. But I digress. Um, it's a situation where Dave has just been so involved, not just as an alumni and as a former WPSD employee, sure, but also just has been there since 2003 and done everything. Um, he's a glue guy. I'll say it. I mean, I don't mean that like that sounds, but I'll, I will say it. Like, he's a glue guy. He's always wanted to be a glue guy. He, he wants to be like the gorilla tape. Like, he's it's, – it's not that he doesn't want to be the face of the franchise. It's that he doesn't want to be the face of the franchise. He wants to bat, like, sixth and get 11 RBIs in one game.
1: But here's what he said. Here, here, here's his problem with being the AD. right. If I'm the AD, then who does the rest of the stuff that I'm doing right now? And that's, that's his problem. That's what a glue guy says. And he says. knows that's what as a glue long guy as says. I'm doing those things, they're going to get done. They're going to get done right. They're going right. to get done when they're supposed to. That's a glue if, guy. If right. I go do that job, then what's going to happen here? Right.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Who's going to do that? And there might be another Dave Winder out there, but what if there's not? If he pulls Ah, yeah, I forgot if, to do that. If
0: he pulls the- It's the math. So, if he pulls the thumb off of the hole on that side of the ship- and he goes and puts his thumb on another hole on that side of the ship. Where? Yeah. Who's who's rowing the boat over here? And that's a gotcha. that's a fair concern.
1: So, Coach Hood, you were wanting those rosters. They were needed to be printed up by opening day. I was thinking we had a couple of weeks on that. Uh, yeah. Sorry, Coach Prom. I didn't know we needed any sort of a right. uh, record book. Uh, any ah, uh, oh, I'll get to that. Oh, in a who's few weeks.
0: who's planning hoopalooza? I don't know. I'm not, not really sure about. It's not me. Any, any I'm the athletic director. So you know, I um, get it. And that's where. You know, again, Dave. I'm sure will play a small role or maybe even a large role right. in how this process goes moving forward. If, I, one of my, if you
1: had a Dave Winder as the AD, it'd do a great job. But again, he doesn't want it. Right. But one the of the thing my, is we don't have to fill that job. Right. His job still ironclad.
0: One of my favorite things in life, one of them. There, I have several. I have a long list. Uh, I'm easily pleased. Is a text from Dave Winder. Um, where I'm uniquely interested in something Murray State related, and you've done this too, and we'll, we'll text Dave, I'll text Dave, and I'll say hey, have you heard such and such? And his response is always, without fail, I don't know what you're talking about. <laughs> sunglasses. Yes. And I'm like, I, I can't take it to the bank, it's not like a confirm, it's not like a hard denial, it's just a, I really can't talk about it. He's really good at like keeping yeah. the the lips sealed, and both times in Missouri Valley conference conversation, both 2017 and this past year, I always heard rumbles, and I'd text Dave and be like, "Dave, am I onto something here?" And he's like, "I don't know what you're talking about."
1: Did have a little fun with Dave, and that is uh, at some point I forgot when I ran into Kevin Saul and told Dave that after the Missouri Valley thing, I said, and I, I told Kevin, I said, "Dave's been keeping me up to date with all the things going on with this thing." <laughs> And Dave, he was about to turn white. Like Dave, I did not tell him that because <laughs> first of all, you hadn't. Yeah, that's <laughs> <But> hilarious. That's, <laughs> Dave was. <laughs> he is what? That's because he since he knew he didn't
0: absolutely wild.
1: So, uh, you know, I room with Dave on the road trips, and I have got nothing. Nothing. And uh, occasionally, I would know I'm getting ready to have a Zoom with the boss, and that was my hey, I need to go downstairs and maybe get a workout in. Yeah. Uh, cause
0: go find something he, else he, yeah, to Yeah, he
1: needed to have a little privacy for some of those it's kind of sensitive like a, talks.
0: kind of like a Mission Impossible, Ethan Hunt scenario. Yeah. This message will self-destruct in 5, 4. Those were the conversations that dave weiner got to have with upper management so when you're second in command that's part of it you're you're privy to specific information uh good news bad news and everything in between so uh speaking of good news bad news and everything in between uh, we can continue to talk about it because again the athletic director position is something that is definitely interwoven and interlaced not just with the community uh but with murray state news as a whole no matter what happens murray state men's basketball We've got a little bit of schedule news. We know we've all seen it. Neil and I want to talk a little bit about it, though. St. Louis, Murray State men's basketball is going to be playing at St. Louis once again. And then they're bringing in Chicago State for a whopping $60,000. That's amazing. uh, To
1: have that kind of money, I don't know that we've ever paid anyone that much for uh, basketball. But uh, the St. Louis game, that's season opener, opening night for college basketball. What a game. In the home of Arch Madness. nice.
0: And St. Louis is going to be damn good. This next nice. year, I'm not. I mean, I know it's it's the it, home city, not you, the home arena, correct? Yeah, 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 right yeah. But you've got St. Louis's arena. Yeah, it's St. Louis's <laughs> arena. It's, it's a. It, is that l- 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 It
1: starts with a C. I don't remember what it is. I don't remember how
0: it's pronounce. I'm gonna look at. Well, I'll look it up in just a minute. You can look but, it up. Uh, St. Louis men's basketball. Anyways, I, I. Uri Collins came back. Travis Ford's gotten several. You know, Uri Collins is one of the top point guards in the country. Uh-huh. I believe he led the country in assists last year. Um... Check me on that though But I'm almost certain That's accurate Hard to I'm not going to designate What their roster Is going to look like In you know in, in four months Murray State Men's Basketball Is you know It's roster Now complete Who knows Who's going to start On night one I have no idea But it is a terrific Season opener For Murray State Men's Basketball Yeah very,
1: Very very good uh, Good for our Schedule building uh, be Yeah I forgot the, how it's pronounced, but it's whatever that is. Oh,
0: sheffet, chef uh, sheffets. Uh, I think it's Shef- arena. I, think it's Shef- I, I, think it's I don't Shefet. remember. I'd have to think the Z is silent, but sheffets arena. Uh, either way, it doesn't matter. St. Louis men's basketball finished 23 and 12 last year. Uh, got almost everybody back. They're really freaking good. They're really freaking good. A 10. Likely going to be a preseason top top two top three favorite. Dayton is certainly going to be in that conversation. Mm-hmm. Would love to see Dayton on the schedule this year, but I know that the schedule is already relatively tough. We've we've talked ad nauseum about the Myrtle Beach tournament.
1: Got to be close to done, other than maybe a money game. I yep. mean, in terms of the teams,
0: as far as as far as what's going on, because you
1: have the twenty team conference schedule. You yep. have the three uh, exempt tournament games, uh, and then you get Chicago State. Yep. Uh, St. Louis, and then the other games that I know are going to be on the schedule, your Chattanooga, is it Middle Tennessee? Middle Tennessee, those are both return I mean, there, there's games. There's not much left.
0: There is, and, and I know that that's probably got some people like deeply anxious as to what some of the home games will be. Yeah. That's where it's probably going to have to fall in. Mm-hmm. Um, you and I have talked about it. I'll say it again until we see, until you know further notice. Got a feeling Austin P is probably going to be on that schedule. We kept hearing last year that Murray State and Austin Peay were likely going to stay – you know right. cohorts so maybe that's somewhere on the schedule i'd heard a rumor not that long ago that murray state was going to help open up austin p's new facility but i don't see that happening well now.
1: because they're not going to be done with the facility ah, supply okay. supply chain issues have caused delays in it and it's not going to be ready so that was the reason this is not an
0: economics t- podcast neil i'm just, I'm just, just you no you're right no that, that
1: was the reason in absolutely their, in their release that's what it said uh, I didn't, didn't mention Murray State, but said they're running behind. It's not going to be ready when they thought it would. Yeah. And it's not the only thing in the country affected by that.
0: It is not. No, and it's funny you bring that up because I think that that's absolutely an imperative thing to talk about. I was joking when I said it's not an economics podcast. It absolutely is because sports is economics and economics is sports. It's some, unfortunately, lives are at stake, but it's also a game and you have to figure out where the best fit is. You're right. It's insane to think you're paying $60,000 for Chicago State to come down, but that's a relatively close drive for both teams. <laughs> so, it Chicago State looks at that and says, "Oh, well, if, you know, if Murray State's going to pay a 60,000, that's probably still cheaper than busing somewhere else to go play a game. Yeah, we need a yeah. quality opponent that's close by. Chicago, bam, you're down here. Maybe they even fly. They the, the flight With 60,
1: they could for that. Yeah. If you're looking at flying 25 people commercial, you could do that.
0: Yeah.
1: It wouldn't eat in that much of it.
0: It's crazy to think about, man. So what are we looking at? Three, four games that maybe need to be announced? Yeah, something
1: like that. Kind of somewhere around there. And most of those are going to be home games, I would assume.
0: Well, that'll be exciting. That's oh. going to be – but it is cool to see that you've got St. Louis and Chicago State on the schedule. Um, one of the things that was uh, also – uh, of interest to me, just in the last couple of weeks, I think people have started to meet Murray State men's basketball players and women's basketball players. Yes, her elite camp, Rochelle's elite camp, is getting started relatively soon. You've got Murray State men's basketball's <clears throat> camps. This is Steve's camps back. The ice cream shot is alive and well. I believe freshman Justin Morgan just hit his you know his first one the other day to win the campers some ice cream. So now players uh, are are you know, ingrained in the community already and starting to meet people and, and starting to get around and, and kinda of figure out what Murray's about. So that's a really kind of feels like a normal thing. And I and again, not to rehash on it, but, you know, I think people over the last eighteen months, there's been a roller coaster ride of emotions and to not have an athletic director is another roller coaster ride of emotions. Uh, that's, you
1: know? that's the way things are though. Yeah. I mean It never settles. You don't have a Generally, you don't have AD changes over – they're usually a five-year or something like that. So. Yeah. But it, it's it's the way it is. It's not that big a deal. And generally, our coaching changes have been for good reasons. It's been for success, not don't let the door hit you on the way out kind of things. It's been moved on to bigger and better things. You're absolutely right. Or higher-paying jobs and uh you have to replace them and that's what makes this and uh, well it's not a stepping stone well it is for some people there it's it, it has been and it's been a really good one who, and, I, uh, and i don't really have any issue with that
0: now there. that you bring up that question who is the last athletic director in murray state history to have actually lost their job um, gosh who did, who did f king alexander hire uh, e.w dennison was e.w dennison fired or did he retire
1: I don't remember. I know they were kind of after him. I, I, being old has its consequences, Ed. So I don't remember. <laughs> I, I just Kenny don't... Roth would remember. He he's the guy to ask or question that. Because
0: Alan took over for EW, yeah. Is that yeah. right? Yeah, oh well, yeah.
1: Well, and Kenny, I think was a, he was a interim AD one. I I think EW was let go.
0: We got to get Kenny on the so. podcast yeah. at some point. Yeah, sure. I know sure. Kenny's a busy man. I don't know what I, if I'm going to bring in star talent for the podcast to carry me. Uh, I've got to make sure it's on their time schedule. I know
1: a way to get Kenny here, but I'll tell you after the show. (laughs) 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 But I could get Kenny here.
0: That's funny. That's funny stuff. So we look at some of the things that actually have happened in the last two weeks, Neil. Softball coach Kara Amundsen extended. uh, An historic season. What a job for that team. I'm looking at the rest. Yeah, absolutely. We'll get into it in a second. Uh, Adam Kiesler was extended. Yep. Jacob Miller was hired from Tiffin to be the Murray State men's uh, men's golf coach. Uh, of course, Kevin Saul was extended, and you know we you know that's you know that I believe there was a hundred thousand dollar buyout in in the contract. I I'm, don't quote me on that, but I'm I, I, somewhere I heard, I heard that somewhere. And then of course we we Kelsey Kelsey Riggins is her coach, but her her jump coach, but. You know, Rachel Hagan's finished 12th in the NCAA in yeah. an All America in uh, Long Beach. So, absolutely. that makes her an All American. Abs- That's amazing. It's phenomenal. So, those five things all happen in about a four day span yeah. in the last two weeks. Just boom, boom, boom,
1: boom, 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 boom. That's a few weeks after Rochelle, remember, she got her extension. Right. Too. Exactly.
0: Yeah. Yeah. No. So, again, that goes back to the prosperity and the perpetuity of the university, multiple programs. Murray State Volleyball. Uh, Schwepker just announced three signees we know they're going to be really good next year so just what I'm getting at is you just have everything kind of locked all in place and then on top of that you have Hoopalooza this summer so if you thought things were going to slow down yeah. and this is where I want our next conversation to go if you thought if you thought things were going to slow down Steve Newton through Steve Prohm is being honored for that eighty-seven, eighty-eight Murray State men's basketball team at Hoopalooza this year, and I believe tickets are already on sale. Is that right? I believe
1: so. Yeah, they have been so, on sale already.
0: So that's what I'm saying. That's what I want to get into. You take a look at this roster and some of the people that are likely to return uh, for this event. Um, be it you know some of last year's team, the last twenty years. Who knows? Who knows who's free and who's available at this time of the summer? But you take a look at this Murray State team, Neil. Right before the podcast, you were ripping off things that you remember just from this season. All right, this is a team that went 22 and 9. They were sitting at 6 and 7. And then you do the math. They were able to rip it off after that and played extremely, extremely cogent, thoughtful, and terrific basketball. They went 13 and 1 in conference play. Their lone loss, Neil, we'll get into it right quick. So I have 4,000 tabs opened up on my on my laptop here I'm not even kidding it's like 4,000 so there it is you had Neil you lost to Memphis State in overtime on January 5th of 88 you beat Tennessee State to open OVC play you lost to Western at Racer Arena by one to fall to six and seven and then you kept rolling you won five straight then you lost February 6th to Austin P in Racer Arena by three Walk me through how you remember this.
1: Saturday night game. Uh, you, a lot riding on it. P was really good that year. So you lose Saturday night and then look at your schedule and Monday. Because OVC used to play Saturday, Monday before they changed it to Thursday, Saturday. You go back to Austin P for some reason. What, what the heck? But go over there and lay the hammer down on them and danced from there on. They were really good.
0: So okay, let's take a look at this roster super quick. For Mer- for for Austin P that year, 1987-88, they went 17 and 13 under Lake Kelly, as their head coach. Thank you, SportsReference.com. Barry Sumter, six eleven center, uh, was their big star. Fifteen points, nine and a half rebounds a game. Andre Harris, six seven forward, averaged fourteen a game. Tony Ray, senior, six five, averaged about thirteen and a half, eight seven rebounds a game. Vincent Brooks and Keith Rolls with a little bit of flex off the bench. It looks like they had a little bit of some rotation guys. Lamont Ware, Darren Smith, Javon Johnson, so on and so forth. They were good. They were, they were really, really good. You talk about that Monday in which the Racers win 83-70 to 70 in Clarksville, and we know how big wins in Clarksville are. Yeah. They just feel momentous. I mean, it doesn't matter what the records are. When you win in Clarksville, it's a win – you know, and it really take pride in that Austin P. Take pride in that Murray State. That's why that rivalry is so special. But then you go look at what Murray State did after that, and you're right; they didn't lose again until they played Kansas, and they had <laughs> Kansas on the ropes late. Another one of those classic scenarios where, I believe the 13 seated, no, excuse me, 14 seated yeah, racers. 14 stunned NC State. Obviously, Jimmy V, Jimmy Valvano, and mm-hmm. then almost had Kansas just by the by the nuts, yeah. by the huevos and didn't
1: get it done. Well, they had they had a Danny Manning guy that seemed to be pretty good. Danny uh,
0: Manning. Where do I know that name?
1: So, uh <laughs> but anyhow, the the racers they had the ball late, closing seconds, man goes down the lane, you know, hoping to maybe draw a foul. I think Probably would have dished to Martin if he'd been open. Somehow Kansas, I think, thought maybe Martin would get it, and they wouldn't They tried to defend him. Sure, <laughs> So that's how you end up it's winning. It's crazy what games. you do. <laughs> I, and I
0: mean, we've we've just talked about the Austin P roster. Let's talk quickly about the Murray State roster there, and and how good it was that year. You had where's the roster? The
1: Eminem boys I've got Martin it right here. Mann.
0: Sure did. You had well, that's the whole schedule. Dang it. I was clicking. There it is. Jeff Martin, <laughs> uh, 26 points a game. Yeah, he's probably getting the ball in the, in the crunch time. Don Mann, another guy who can get the ball in, in uh, crunch time. Carl, Carl Sias, which I want you to talk about him in just a minute. Yeah. You're you, you able to give me some information yeah. about him. That's really cool. Chris Ogden and uh, Paul King. And then some nice rotation players in Terrence Brooks, Robert McClatchy, Lindsey Foster, and uh, Doug Gold. So... Walk me through Carl Sias here. Here's a guy who's averaging almost nine points, six rebounds a game, six, eight center. <coughs> what do you remember about him? Because he started all 31 games for the Racers. Well, I know year.
1: the Racers really needed size. Uh, they just had trouble recruiting it, but over at Fort Campbell, they had a team. Things done a lot differently back in those days. You
0: mean the military the base? The military
1: base, not okay. the, the, the uh, high school or anything. Right. The, and he played there, as I recall, and for whatever reason, had a year of eligibility remaining, one year, uh, and he was an older person. Uh, The Army, of course, suspends that. I think he had played somewhere, maybe gone to the Army, and then uh, had a year of eligibility. So they plucked him over to Murray, and lo and behold, he helps lead them to a tremendous win. Uh, I, just unbelievable. Did exactly what they needed him to do. Was it a presence inside, could score a little bit, rebound, but you had an actual man inside. You know, tw- I forgot, 24, 25 years old, something like that. Uh, older dude inside. And he was a big help.
0: Talking about those numbers against NC State on March 18th, uh, 1988, I was not quite three years old yet. Uh, nine points. I thought I know. you were 11, Ed. <laughs> the special 11 we get that every every podcast these days i just enjoy going back and looking at the history i mean at least i was alive for this one um nine points seven rebounds two assists two turnovers uh shot four for 13 in the upset win against nc state and then against kansas actually didn't start but did play 26 minutes four rebounds two points one turnover so you know it's it's crazy to think that that's how close that's and i know it's painful just even for this year that's how close Murray State's been to the Sweet Sixteen yeah, numerous yeah. times. Not just yeah. not just this last year, not just, you know, a few years ago against Butler, not just against Florida State with John Morant his sophomore year. There have been so many different opportunities to get to the Sweet Sixteen and it just the the breakthrough hasn't happened. And I Yeah, and I get it. I mean, not to hark on it, but we're looking at it right here, looking at the numbers. And And this team coming in for Hoopalooza was that painfully close. Yeah,
1: and you can't not talk about that team without – you mentioned Paul King, but he deserves a lot of mention. He was the lockdown defender. He'd put him on whoever needed to be shut down. He shut them down. Could score some, too. uh, Have some games where he'd make some big threes, but his primary job was lockdown defender, and he's one of the best to ever play at Murray State.
0: I want to look up just a few, I should have heard, had already had it up, but it's worth bringing up real quick. Racer Hoopalooza, I'd have it right here, set for July 29th. A few details, you can find those at goracers.com. But I will say all former Murray State players, coaches, and managers do need to contact new coach Jack Seltzum to confirm they're attending. You can email him at jackseltzum1 at murraystate.edu or by calling 937-239-8006. And, hey, you know what? Call Steve Prome as well. If Jack, you want to. Jack
1: Sel- There's more than one Jack Seltzum on campus?
0: Yeah, he's he's the he's the assistant co- he's like an assistant coach. He's a he's a But he's he has a, like
1: a one after his –
0: What the heck? Oh, that's a good point. I don't know. That's a, I don't know why there's a one there. Well, Could just probably like cuz it has to be. Yeah. Maybe there is another Seltzum. I, By uh, the way, in case you don't want to call as like a former player or anything like that, fan, fans Family thing, like things like that. Should call the CFSP Center uh, ticket hotline. No, you're yeah. good. We, we got to be hydrated for podcasts like this. If you hear a fan in the background or Neil's water bottle rattling around, it's because it's 106 oh, degrees outside. Kind of um, and uh, yeah,
1: this the, is a the Hoopalooza on that moment. It's an amazing event. Yeah, and our former players love it. Yeah. They they get to come back uh you know of course talk about old times too but get to see people they haven't seen in a while the amazing part i've talked to several players rob kennedy is the one that comes to mind yeah and you would think rob played here for 10 years the pride he has in the university the pride and he comes from murray state i think he played here for maybe two seasons uh played under mick one year um the thing that I really like about uh, Rob is he says we keep up with all the guys on the team. They have like uh, their little group chats, group texts, and stuff like that. Yeah. Keep up with everybody, be sure everybody's doing okay. Uh, I just love stuff like that. And, uh, they, I mean, they are just ironclad Murray State. And Unless Rob's busy doing something that weekend, I expect him to be
0: here. Two seven zero eight zero nine three thousand 3000 or online through goracers.com. Okay. It is 75. I don't mind pitching this at all because I know that this is going to be a big time. Yeah. Obviously, this is going to be a crucible of information, fun times. Oh, so many stories are exchanged, and there's going to be a lot to talk about really over the last 18 months of Murray State Athletics. Hoopalooza is kind of a crucible, kind of a a bastion for all of that information and and time to to start flowing freely. And everybody starts kind of laughing and reminiscing and then talking about the future of the program. $75 a person, there's a Friday night banquet that starts at 6 o'clock. Then it's eighty dollars uh, a person uh, for the four-man scramble, yeah. or three twenty for the team if everybody kind of comes together. We didn't thing, have so. it
1: two years ago due to COVID, so yep. this is a lot to catch up on. Oh my gosh! So yeah. some folks weren't able to reminisce. Now you're going to get your chance.
0: And I, again, I'm not trying to bring up sore scabs here, but if you talk about this past season, you know whoever's involved coming into this this summer, you don't there really wasn't this wistful goodbye to this last season. No, no. It was, whirl, it was a whirlwind. So Hoopaloos is really going to be a time to mend, I think, and and think about and reminisce in a positive way where the program is headed. And it isn't just for men's basketball. It, it, I mean, it's clearly that focus, but it brings together so many different alumni, <coughs> right. much like homecoming does in a, in, a, in a slightly nuanced way, but it, it does that. It brings everybody into the Murray area in Western Kentucky, and everybody can talk about hey, here's what it was like, and here's what it's going to be like moving forward. Right. So, we got Hoopalooza. That's coming up relatively soon. I do want to mention, really quick speaking of men's basketball, John Morant looks like he's getting healthy. Uh, saw quite a bit of footage of him over the last few weeks working out with some of the guys Shaq Buchanan, Darnell Court. Uh, Daquan Smith, a lot of guys working out with Ja right now as he starts to bounce back from his postseason injury he suffered against Golden State. Um, Looks like he's doing pretty well. And uh, I don't like to be gauche, but his pocketbook's about to be a little heavier, I think. You've got a five-year, $186 million contract that's very likely going to fall right in front of his doorstep. And uh, it's it's hard. I mean, you knew it was probably coming. Yeah. you, You win, you know, most improved player you lead your team to the second you know you help lead your team to the second best record in the NBA second round of the playoffs against one of the best teams in in dyna- <clears throat> dynastic NBA history put them on the ropes you're a good basketball player you're going to get the max contract now
1: enlighten me on the NBA they don't have true free agency like baseball correct
0: they do actually they do have true free agency, but he, he's he got a max rookie contract that will be right. But they don't have like a
1: matching offer, right, or anything like that? I thought He that will was. later in his
0: career. Oh, okay. But at this moment, it's essentially bird rights for the Memphis Grizzlies because yeah. they drafted him.
1: Right. It, but, well, it, then it is different. True well, free agency means when my contract's up, I can sign with anybody he, unrestricted.
0: He will experience unrestricted free agency after the max contract if – Here's the deal. If Memphis decided not to offer, then yes, he experiences that free agency. But it's almost a guarantee at this point. It's been reported by Adrian Wojnarowski that he's almost certainly going to be offered that contract. And he's, you know, Morant stated time and again Memphis is home. I I get what you're saying. Yes, if the team says, hey, we drafted you. We're not going to extend you for that fifth year. We're not going to pick up your rookie max. We're not going to do this. We're not going to do that. We don't necessarily like the scale or we're gonna move you, they can still trade you, yeah. then yes, he would have, He would experience true free agency. Okay. Right. It's uncommon, but not unheard. But could not- sign with
1: anybody and they have no right to match an offer.
0: Cur- cur- like right now, no. It,
1: even down the road?
0: Down the road, yes. See,
1: Just- that's not quite true free agency. True free agency is, I can go wherever I want and there's nothing you can do about that's it. That's fair. That's 100%. That's why I said it's not quite like baseball.
0: Yeah, you're right, Neil. It's not quite like baseball, so uh, it's not perfect. But uh, but you and I have even talked about the salary cap in baseball or the lack thereof, yeah. Yeah. or the or even a salary floor, neither one of those exist. Right, for the most part. So speaking of guys doing well, I do want to quickly mention uh, Darnell Cowart and Shaq Buchanan are playing for Eberline Drive. Eberline Drive pronunciation, of course, escapes me at the moment uh, in the TBT. I've uh, already mentioned the fact that Murray State men's basketball doesn't look like they're going to be able to play. Uh, they've got a busy summer. A lot of those guys that are going to want to be involved in that are elsewhere and overseas. I'm sure they'll get another team together uh, when that you know fits. Certainly, there's a, a niche for it as well. Um, TBT launches in mid-July, uh, and I believe you wanted to say something about something else that's going on in July. Yeah,
1: the, the one other date that uh, I did neglect to mention, OVC Football Media Day will be the last one Of course, for Murray State and the Ohio Valley Conference, this is the last anything that uh, Murray State has to do with the Ohio Valley Conference with uh, its move into the MVC and the Missouri Valley Football Conference the following season. But uh, it's July uh, 18th and the 19th, I believe. I did have that called up. But uh, that will be the final OVC Football Media Day. They'll announce the details of that. But uh, looking forward to it. Of course, we haven't had it in person for a while Uh, I would assume the media part of that will probably be on the 19th, and I expect an announcement shortly. But uh, looking forward to going wherever it happens to be, probably Nashville, and uh, enjoy that.
0: Harry Schrader. This has jogged my memory a little bit. Earlier today, Harry Schrader announced that Valley Hoops, men's and women's basketball, I believe, will be in-person media days this year, if I'm not mistaken uh of course we still battle covid uh, don't want to take any take anything away from that but as we continue to fight sickness we have health and so in-person media days for valley hoops which i think is going to be guys like you and i you especially but even me when i was back at it doing it all the time the that camaraderie during those situations during those experiences it's hard to replicate that can't do it anywhere else no. it
1: doesn't work on zoom it doesn't. doesn't work on anything else. In-person is the way to go for those kind of meetings. Uh, I get to meet the coaches that you want to meet. Right. Uh, you get to talk. Many times they'll bring players. That's your chance to talk to these guys in person. There's no pressure on the season. Right. Because there's no season that's going on right now. It's a, it's really a perfect time. But also you get to to meet. Uh, and right now, I mean, I know everyone in the OVC, but for the Missouri Valley, I don't know anybody. I don't know who their sports information person. I've never met them. I need to meet these people. I need to know who they are. Yeah. But for the OVC, uh, you know, hey, thanks for the job you do for us, and they do a tremendous job in the Ohio Valley Conference. And uh, d- I think Dave Wider, he's familiar with the folks from Missouri Valley, so you're going to love them. They they do as well. But in person. It's just so much better. and I can't wait.
0: Yeah, it's going to be really exciting, I think. And uh, if I've got some free time, maybe I'll be able to sojourn uh, to, to that type of an opportunity. If not, I'll catch. I know that, that one thing that we do have, and I will say that this is the blessing, is that COVID also did teach us, and you and I have talked a little bit about it, and I want to reiterate it. There is that positivity where we know now, hey, you know, we can connect from longer distances. Here's how we can take 15 to 20 minutes out of our time. (laughs) Let's get on a Zoom. Let's get on a phone call. Let's get on a big-time digital press conference, and let's iterate our thoughts with other people. That part I do like about it. Mm -hmm. We started to find some resolve and figure out well, how are we going to continue to do our jobs in a different scenario right. and the digital world gave us that yeah. that's not something that would have been a lot more difficult 15 years ago or maybe oh, even yeah. maybe yeah. even five because we don't have those capabilities mm-hmm. now we do yeah so looking forward to uh seeing whatever materials that's what i was getting at hopefully i can at least catch it even if it's by yeah. a, a digital yeah. presence um speaking of racer football and football in general, I do want to quickly mention. There's a quite a few materials out there right now available from New York Jets linebacker Quincy Williams, who has all but guaranteed. Uh, of course, it's a preseason guarantee, but mm-hmm. uh, I hope nonetheless that he is a Pro Bowler this year. And for okay. those for those who inquired, uh, got to drop that shameless plug there. Uh, to be a Pro Bowler linebacker you need to finish with like 125 plus tackles and like 65% of them need to be solo. Um, you, you need to finish with you know, maybe triple digit tackles to, to make the pro bowl. Quincy did that last year. Didn't get named to the pro bowl. Part of that is the fact that the jets just weren't very good last year. Mm-hmm. Uh, but if they have a sneaky, good defense this year and put together a, a relatively uh, successful season and Quincy finishes with, I'm going to put the line at 120, 125 tackles, maybe doesn't have, you know, a ton of missed assignments, three or four forced fumbles, maybe an interception or two, a sack or two. Pro Bowl is not out of the question. And uh, like I said, if he can build on that trajectory, like where he developed on the New York Jets defense, right. um, then I think there's an opportunity there if he wants it. Mm-hmm. So I,
1: I always thought the world of Quincy. Loved watching him play. I'm glad he's able to extend his career as a pro. it's It's a lot of fun.
0: Well, and that's the thing. Like guys like him and and even campaign to a degree, you and I've talked a lot about him. when you get into the professional realm and things don't go your way right away for whatever reason, I'm not going to talk about you know injuries, derailment, attitude, work ethic, whatever it is, I'm not here to discern what it is that causes you to to not have that jump start right away and be a star um you always are thankful for probably that second opportunity and Quincy's gotten that second opportunity in the Big Apple Cam's gotten that second opportunity in Phoenix uh and both of them have gotten some nice little paydays out of it Quincy I think's probably do a raise here you know in a year or two if the rest of his contract plays out well but you make the Pro Bowl that's what happens or you or you sniff it and get close to it if he finishes with another hundred tackles this year, and maybe doesn't make the Pro Bowl, but contains and sustains mm-hmm. that talent that he has, that speed off the edge that a lot of New Yorkers talk about. Um, he's he's certainly in the position to make himself a nice little payday, and and New York be good. Yeah. I know the Jets. You know, I mean, you think about the last time the Jets were really good. It was Mark Sanchez, and before that, Chad Pennington. It's been a little while since the Jets were just this dangerous AFC East team. Uh, but it's hard because I know you got the Patriots I know you got the Bills I know you got the Dolphins and they're getting good too so I digress there as well but you know certainly worth mentioning check out some of Quincy's material uh, there's been a lot of discussion come out of New York and he's all but assured fans and, and friends and family and former racers that he's going to put together a good season this year and I hope on he that. does Neil I'm going to spend the last few seconds here and let's talk about some baseball Okay, give us the give us the rundown. What do you got for the cards? Other well, than other than Goldschmidt just being is Goldschmidt MVP?
1: Well, he's having that kind of year, but it's June. You don't have MVPs in June. He's having a, definitely that. Is kind he mid season MVP? It probably could be. I mean, he's got him in first place. Yeah. But there were some other MVPs too. I mean, uh, Alonzo with the Mets is having a heck of a year. Yep. I mean, there's some other guys out there having big seasons too. But uh, but but he's done. I think really well, put up tremendous numbers, not Matt Carpenter numbers. (laughs) I mean, I wish Dave were here, but uh, the Cardinals, (laughs) of course, let him let Carpenter get away. I can't
0: believe they let him get away.
1: And he's just putting up. uh, And for peanuts. And this is going into yesterday. I didn't factor in last night's game. So I did have this yesterday. Matt Carpenter, 357 against righties, 300 against lefties, 471 on base against righties. 462 lefties. He slugs 1214 versus righties, thousand versus lefties, and his OPS 1685 against right, 1462 against left. Those would embarrass Babe Ruth pretty much. Now, however, that was he has had six homers in 34 at bats. So, can he sustain it? Probably not.
0: Mathematically, no. I
1: don't think he can. But holy smoke. You talk about the Yankees catching lightning in a bottle. Yeah. And they don't have to have anything from it. No. They have, you know, Stanton and Judge is just having a massive season. They
0: need zero from them. So
1: anything he gets is... Great, and if he doesn't, yeah. So what? We took a chance, and it didn't work out.
0: I loathe the New York Yankees, Yankees, Yankees. I'm just gonna. We whatever. agree on something. I loathe the Yankees. Now, I didn't when they had Reggie Jackson. I liked Reggie. Well, Mr. October's, is other hard, than that, hard to hard to not like. Yeah. They have a plus one thirty run differential. They are forty six and sixteen. They've won seventy four percent of their games. They've won six straight. They're nine and one in their last ten, and they're twenty eight and seven at home. Yeah unreal just a real quick update i know everybody else can google these numbers but these are certainly some things that i'm following you do it's hard to say that the toronto blue jays are having a bad season when they're 12 games over 500 but they're nine they're nine they're nine back uh, of the yankees now again you mentioned it quite quite clearly it's june Yep. You go to the AL Central, Minnesota's 37-28. Cleveland is three games back at 30-27. and 27. You have Houston, obviously having a great season right now. They're 39-24, and 24, have a nine-and-a-half game lead over Texas. Then you have the Mets. You mentioned Alonzo, certainly some conversation there. But then you have the Atlanta Braves, who are the hottest team since 1961. <laughs> they have won 14 straight. They are 37-27. and They're healthy. They're figuring out Acuna's back. Uh, Ozzy Albies has been ridiculous. It is pronounced. Did I get that one right? Albies. Albies. I was, I was right there. St. Louis, of course, you said was in first place, but that's because Milwaukee has decided to just take a giant dump. My gosh, they're 2 and 8 in their last 10 games. I can't say anything. Cincinnati is 17 games below 500, but hey, they're not the worst team in baseball. Actually, wow. wait, mathematically, 365? They're not. We are not the worst team in baseball. Oakland is. But that's because Oakland did the same thing Cincinnati did. They traded everybody away. So, yeah, St. Louis in first place. Dodgers Dodgers are tied with San Diego, and that's without Fernando Tatis. San Diego without Fernando Tatis. So, going to be really interesting to see and, what happens going into the All Star. And Brown. you mentioned Albies.
1: He broke his foot, fouled a ball off his foot. He's out for six, 60 day disabled list. So, he's going to be out for a long time with the Seriously? Bryce. Yeah.
0: When so, did that happen?
1: Uh, like two nights ago, I think. So I just mi- I just missed that. Yeah. Yep. So he's out for a while. Uh, Phillies, though, how do you like them? They they fire their manager, and he's like, oh, I didn't really see that coming. And then win, 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 win,
0: win, win, win. They're eight and two in their last ten. Yeah. It, it, and they and they're actually they're they're they they won yesterday. Yeah. And they yeah you're right. So Jeff,
1: Jeff Bidwell actually has something to cheer about in the summer.
0: I don't. I don't understand I'll leave you guys with this And it's a question for Neil Walk me through that situation Where you have so much talent As Philadelphia did But like is it really like Joe Girardi's fault I know you have to have some culpability But if guys aren't hitting Guys aren't fielding It's not working, the lineup's not fitting The pitching's not working I'm not saying you don't fire somebody and to kind of carouse the you know the locker room or whatever, but like what, what's what's happening in that situation? I
1: think some of the perception they had some good young players, he'd play them a little bit and then yank them. Uh, so there was the perception among the veterans he's not giving them a chance, and that can you know that starts I think lead to some chemistry problems on the team. Uh, you know yeah you, you got to at least you know leave them in there a little while give him a give them a shot. But for for whatever reason, once uh, the manager was gone, there was a couple of veterans that kind of chimed in. Now I think we're going to get to see what the kids are going to be able to do here. And they've been hitting better. I know Veerling, uh, who was off an awful start, got sent down. They brought him back up. He's hitting better recently. Doesn't hit right. He's well. He's left. He's okay. But they have some other young kids that are doing well. Again, can they sustain it? I don't know. But this is a year you don't have to win your division. you do, you got to get – uh there's a ton of teams gonna make the playoffs and uh, just got to be one of those and give yourself a shot
0: another team i want to ask about before i let you go same with the la angels you fired joe madden who some people think maybe overthinks himself in certain situations still took the Cubs to a world series uh-huh. you know ended a century-long curse has long been respected as a coach but that roster uh which i know you're deeply in tune with with anthony rendon and I mean, you had you know you have Mike Trout being Mike Trout and Shohei Ohtani being Shohei Ohtani. He yeah, had a hole
1: for twenty six, right? Mike Trout.
0: Yeah. I mean, so what? So what? So where do you? How much of that lies on the coaching staff versus the player? Like what? Well, like uh, like I'm not saying Joe Madden didn't deserve to yeah. be fired. I'm saying like how does that change things? And where do you go from there? Because I know the Angels had big time expectations this year. Yeah. 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 yeah.
1: Uh, Some of that, I think, injury-related. The Ward kid is having a great season. He's been hurt twice. They just brought him back. So they've had some injury issues. Um, uh, Jared Walsh hasn't hit as well as I think they thought he would. Trout had the slump. Uh, They've had some pitching issues. Uh, Mike Myers, who had been a really solid pitcher for them last year, struggled quite a bit uh, out of the bullpen. So they've had some problems uh, there. But uh, in my opinion, uh, I don't know that they needed to fire the manager, but just sometimes they look at that as an easy fix. Uh, the, the talent is going to be pretty much the talent for the Angels. They're not trading any of the stars away. Yeah, you I think they get healthy, they'll be fine. Uh, but, I mean, they just kept losing and losing. It got so bad that um, the coaching staff, trying to uh, shake it up, forced every batter to walk up to Nickelback, and they lost that game, too.
0: Look but, at this photograph. <laughs> Every time I do, makes me yeah, I got news
1: for you. <laughs> had they won, they would have played Nickelback the next night too. I can't say anything.
0: <laughs> you know? Growing up, I mean, I, I listened to, you know, I'm gonna say my one curse word. I listened to shitty radio rock, just like everybody else did. I like
1: a few Nickelbacks.
0: Yeah, I don't know. To, you know, I mean, I've been, you know, I mean, you just you get you turn on the radio, it's there. Yeah. You're like, yeah, this is a fun jam. I remember listening to this back when I was in high school. Whatever. Fine. But to have the entire lineup nine songs like what are the nine songs you're gonna play photograph probably is somewhere in there you know Mm. Uh yeah how you remind me (laughs) yeah there's just there's only so many nickelback songs you can play before it's just like wow we're really doing this we're making this happen so well neil it's been real it's been fun it's been real fun we navigated some uh technical difficulties to salvage uh, greatness, and by greatness, I mean thanks to Dave Winder for listening to this podcast, and homage to him. <laughs> but we do, I, we do appreciate our listeners. I do want to say really quick, I met a listener the uh, the other day. Oh. I was telling you about this. Yeah. His name is Andres Pena, I believe that's his name. Okay, he is, uh, I believe, a Murray State student. Uh, big time loves Murray State athletics. Did want to give a shout out to him. Wow! Uh, but just really appreciate our he, listeners.
1: Freely listening, he wasn't like being tortured he, he freely, for information he by people.
0: Told me that he listened. Wow! He had,
1: that's that's really commendable.
0: That's man. commitment, is what that I does. thought. Maybe
1: they were like, "We need some information from you." And it, 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 oh, okay, whatever. How? No, spill the beans. No,
0: I, I was I was surprised by that. That <laughs> there are people that listen to me at my kitchen table ramble with uh, bad audio and acoustics in the background and the fan of course still roaring in the background to keep us cool here but yeah neil appreciate it man as always it's real it's fun and it's real fun and uh, we'll see you soon with more information thanks a lot maybe the next time there'll be an athletic director
1: <laughs> we'll see there could be
0: <laughs> thanks man